MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You ready to check your feelings at the door? Check it out. Check it out. This is Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? We're bringing you facts and only the truth. Now, Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? Antonio Brown faked his vaccination card. This man is going to lose hundreds of thousands of dollars when he could have just paid 10000 He's bad at mathing. OKC73. New hashtag. We'll tell you why. Uh, Brian Kelly has been in Louisiana like 24 hours and he found a way to throw some paprika and filet in his mayonnaise and now he's got a Cajun accent. And uh, Brittany Renner, PJ Washington's baby mama, goes to visit Jackson State. Deion Sanders brought her there. Question, was she paid to come speak to them or was she just allowed to hunt on campus? I'm George Reister, he's Ralph Amson, and this is Reister or Wrong, the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. Make sure that you share the podcast with a friend. Tell a friend about it. Send them with a text message, email, whatever. And leave a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. And also... And also, hit us up, IMAD, I-M-M-A-D, at unafraidshow.com, or shoot us a text message, 818-293-7547. So, Ralph, 
We will start with Antonio Brown. So he, uh, his teammate Mike Edwards, and free agent John Franklin, who used to be with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, are ineligible to play the next three games because they have been suspended because they used fake vaccine cards. And this came out with Antonio Brown a few weeks ago when his former chef gave receipts that he tried to buy a fake vaccine card. His agent denied it, all this, because he he said that the chef said that he owed, uh, that Antonio Brown owed him $10,000. Ralph, how bad is Antonio Brown at math for this situation? At math? (laughs) Well, do you think the chef got paid? No. If if all right, there there may have been a discrepancy about how much was was owed because people do try to price gouge celebrities at times. But the idea though that because this dude probably told Antonio Brown like, "Yo," or his girlfriend, "I'm snitching if he don't pay me," and he was probably like, "F him," and that's what happened. So. <sighs> If you're Antonio Brown, how do you not have awareness of your history of what people think about you? And the fact that you're in the NFL right now by the hairs on your chinny chin chin. Because you are a great football player and you are just going to keep running in front of the train when you could have just stayed unvaccinated and this would not have been a problem. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I would love to. I actually would love to hear uh, him talk about what his thought process was, or all of them, really. Like, I, I, I really want to know because Aaron Rodgers walked us through what he was thinking and why he did what he did, and he got he got made fun of for his reasons, and he got scolded for uh, some of the protocols he he broke in trying to keep it concealed. Um. I'm just I, I, maybe I'm a naturally curious person, but I do. I mean, I do want to know. But does it even matter? How did you? I don't know, man. I'm one of those people that asks my kids every time I catch them doing something wrong. I'm like, play this out how you thought it would go. I just want to know, like, where were you? Were you were you not thinking at all? And were you completely driven by impulse? But what was that immediate impulse? Did you think that like Antonio Brown? Did you think people were going to think less of you? Because I got news. <laughs> about the way that you're viewed (laughs) and it's not great (laughs) but that's the point dude see here's the thing is i guarantee some of his teammates are looking at him like this damn liar because i don't know whether tom brady because guys in the locker room had conversations about this stuff and antonio brown wasn't vaccinated according to the chef up till like right close to training camp quote-unquote vaccinated and I've heard about people getting fake vaccine cards. I talked to two people, a coach in college and two NFL players about getting fake vaccine cards. And I was like, do not do it. That is an awful idea. Like there is you had no an NBA. Didn't you have an NBA contact too? Yes, bro. Bro, I was, I, like, I had I a was girl like, that was do not with do by it. her college football boyfriend. I had a girl that was broken up with by her college football boyfriend. She was pissed. She reached out to me and said, his vaccine card's fake. Bro. And I was like, what do you want me to do with this? She's like, like I'm going to find somebody who's going to do something. Bro, see, she could have just put it out her, herself. 
but she wanted right. you to do the dirty work. See, because she's not done with the relationship. She so why would you sabotage her? That's stupid. Because hurt people hurt people, <laughs> bro. That dude, that, dude. That is that is literally like when okay. And I know that this is an awful example, right? Right, but but it's always good to identify it going in. But but I, I just want to point out the conflict that people have. So let's say that you are married to uh, married to somebody, right? You are a stay at home mom. You guys get in an argument, and the guy hits you, right? I'm not talking about serial abuse or anything like that. Like he lost his cool and hit you. Right. So now in that moment, do you call the police? Like if you don't feel still threatened in that moment, like you don't think he's trying to kill you or do you call the police knowing that he's going to get fired from his job or suspended and your money is going to be cut off. Like, and th- this is a dilemma that people have, right? Oh, and- for sure. It's a, it, it is a, it is a Sophie's choice. And I'll tell you right now, we got somebody that's, you know, working on, uh, you know, anonymously an article for, for unafraid show talking about being in a, in, in a situation of domestic violence, like what you saw with Zach Stacy and all of the, re- and all of the reasons why you wouldn't, why you wouldn't like all the things that keep you in that situation because you're tied together. Most people who are in that situation are tied to that person in some way that your well-being is their well-being. Yeah. And that's so, how people who are serial abusers can get away with it. Correct. But th- that's why I don't understand why the old girl was trying to get you to out him, knowing that that could get him in trouble if she's not done with the relationship. If she were done limit with the relationship. Options. Huh? Hey, limit his options. He can't. He, he, he was in the he was in the transfer portal. And I think she wanted him to stick around. And if he didn't have any options of anywhere to go because he wasn't vaccinated, then he's stuck oh, in the hometown with you. Oh, see, I didn't know that part of the story. Oh, she was trying to box him in a corner. Bro, that's wild. Well, okay, yeah. so Antonio Brown. Bruce Arian said that his uh, status with the team is up in the air. I think he's getting cut. Because you have put the, because this is a and people have tried to compare this to um, to Aaron Rodgers. They're like, oh, they didn't do anything to the white guy. And I'm like, no, 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 no. There's a big difference. The Green Bay Packers knew Aaron Rodgers wasn't vaccinated. He didn't lie to the team. He lied to the public. That's totally different. Antonio Brown didn't lie to the public until he was caught lying to the team. Like it is, it is like, um, I've told my, 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 my kids when I was in, um, elementary school, I got the wor- I got my ass whooped, dude, when I lied. So what, so what happened is uh, I was at, at Mesquite elementary and my dad had bought me some tennis balls cause we used to play uh, baseball out in the street in, in my neighborhood. We lost the tennis balls pretty quickly. Like I blasted the balls and we couldn't find them. All this stuff, right? Now Just I was you're a young Babe Ruth, <laughs> right? And so 
uh, I was in charge of the shed at school, right? And we have a ton of tennis balls. And like I was in charge because I was responsible, good kid, all of that stuff. Well, I decide, listen, we lost the tennis balls. My dad just bought us some. I can't go ask him for some. I'm going to swipe a couple tennis tennis balls. Some kind of way. Oh, and then another kid snitched who was going to play mm-hmm. ball with us. But he snitched. And then they called my dad. And my dad pulled me aside first. He was like, George. He was like, I got your back, of course. But did you steal these tennis balls? I was like, no, dad. I didn't steal the tennis balls. Ooh. And then the uh, <laughs> and then he goes in there like, yo, my son said he didn't steal oh, these no. tennis balls. You better you better check yourself. Don't be coming at my, my, my son like this. He said he didn't steal the tennis balls. So get out of my face, basically. And it was like, sir, these tennis balls have this marking on them and you can't buy these <laughs> from uh, stores. You have to order these from like surplus stores or like where we can order them from. And it was like some random saying on him, bro. I got home. My dad whooped my ass up and down the living room with no furniture in it, bro. That was the worst one bro, of all time. And he was like, listen, you can lie to anybody else in the world, but not to me because I got your back. I would have had your back, George. If you had told me the truth, I would have. But but now. Nah, nah, player. You are an enemy of the state right now, right, right now. So. To make to make a long story short, Bruce Arians is probably upset. Tom Brady's probably upset, and the other players in the locker room that probably didn't want to get vaccinated. And like, bro, so I think he's done. And if I were an NFL team, I'm I'm done with Antonio Brown, d- despite him still being good enough to play in the league. Yeah, he uh, he's got a head coach in Bruce Arians who has a bunch of secondary health issues. Like the it, it, how irresponsible can you be? You gonna lie to Tom Brady who let you live in his house? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I I don't. I it doesn't it doesn't feel good. And I understand the people that are like we want the same energy that people had for Aaron Rodgers for Antonio Brown. You're never gonna get that. Two different people, two different track records, two different circumstances, two different cities. And yeah, maybe some people are violent racists, but for the most part, it's completely different situations. And you're right, man. I can tell my kids that their gifts came from Santa Claus, but I can't tell my wife her gift came from Santa Claus. Right? Yep. Like She's going to exactly. want to know where the money came from that I bought her the expensive gift. Like she needs to know we're partners in this. And what I worry about, George, is what do you do? If you're one of the several NFL players who is also lying about your vaccination status, now that you know what the penalty is, do you come clean or do you wait to blow for it to blow up in your face? What do you do? Uh, I come clean, they, bro. They, they weren't the only ones. They were not the only ones. Cor- They're not. Correct. And like, that's the thing about it is that there are other people who've done it. And I've actually heard about some, um, uh, th- that how it's been been done, but but I'm not no but I'm not a snitch, so I'm gonna wait for it to come out and then I will talk about it because listen, there's no way that there's not gonna be more people that aren't caught up in this, a- and the teams are in a tricky position 
Because the NFL, I guarantee, is going to be like, you guys need to check all of these vaccine cards, every single one now. And then they're going to have to figure out, the teams are going to have to figure out how they're going to have to deal with it. So if you see a player who all of a sudden ends up on, on IR with a hamstring or something, you, you, you might want to question it, buddy. You might want to question For real. I will tell you this. My vaccine card is the most like low tech, hardest to verify thing I've ever seen. Yes. It is straight up a piece of paper with illegible writing and a couple of dates on it. <laughs> but you see the length that people go to like forge Super Bowl credentials. Yeah. This would be the easiest thing in the world to fake. And so I, I do wonder if if you just have a bunch of like NFL players who didn't get vaccinated and who lied about it living in a state of complete tension because they don't know if if they're going to get caught or called out or, or anything like that. Or if there's somebody in their life that maybe they have to stay on perfect terms with all the time and they're being held hostage, you know, because of the, the, the lie that they got themselves into. And that's unfortunate because I think people had a really long time to get educated and then make a decision on whether or not that they were going to do it. And what would have been really nice for NFL players who are not going to get vaccinated is to have Aaron Rodgers, one of the faces of the NFL, the reigning MVP lead block for you and say, I'm allergic to two of these and I'm not getting the other one. And, and if he had stood up and he had said that, um, then I think that some of the other people who felt like they needed, even if it was based on completely ridiculous and bad information, which a lot of people not getting vaccinated, like let's be honest, they saw some shit on WhatsApp or whatever. And, and it stuck with them, right? Yep. Like it, that, that's the truth. And some people might have legitimate reasons, but they're just afraid to share them because they're afraid of public backlash or, or, or being ostracized or whatever. But had Aaron Rodgers come out and, and lead block for some of these people who don't have any intent on getting vaccinated, it's very possible that some of them would have felt emboldened to come out. And Dude, it you know, because didn't he's ma- really like, in a visible position of power. Yeah. But the thing is like, you were fine. If you're at the top of the roster, you you were fine not being vaccinated if you didn't want to get vac- vaccinated. But the idea that you because if you fake a vaccine card, you have now put yourself in a position where you can be prosecuted legally. For right. fake. So that that's what made it doubly stupid. So to end this, Ralph, would you hire Antonio Brown? In the NFL next season, if he's a free agent, would you, if we if we have the Ralph Amsden Tigers, from if you're the owner of the Carolina Panthers, are you hiring Antonio Brown? Because mind you, he's still a ball player. Like the dude is still yeah. really really good. Um, I you'd have to have some type of mechanism, some type of like action plan. It'd be one of those things where like a kid goes to a last chance school, but they have like a daily checklist of stuff they have to do. So they don't get kicked out of that school too, bro. It would have, I mean, it, it, it's risky. It's certainly risky, but it's like, man, my job is to win football games. My job isn't to win NFL, uh, kindest roster put together of the year. See, like, see, I agree with that. Right. But the issue is yeah. you can't trust Antonio Brown. He's a bad decision maker. And that's true. I would. And I don't know if this is completely ridiculously unrealistic, but like I do believe that if you're trying to bring somebody controversial in, it should ultimately be the call of your team captains. 
Like See, I'm the I, GM. I, I ultimately make the decisions, but I would bring them into the room with me. I agree with that, but then like you can't trust Antonio Brown in the offseason with with uh, the with the situation with his kids and their mom. You can't trust him there. You can't trust him to not get a fake vaccine card. You can't trust him to not pay a chef that's going to cause a controversy. You can't like you can't trust him. And that's the issue. Like you can like when Mike Vick came back and came out of jail, you could trust Mike Vick. If yeah. and like like for instance, um when when after Ray Rice went through everything, right? I, if if he still had um you know talent like Kareem Hunt did, I would have given him a second chance because after you pay your penance, after you deal with your legalities of it, I'm a second chance kind of kind of guy. But if I can't trust you to make good decisions, then you know this that that's not going to work for me. Yeah, and I, I understand everybody's going to be different. There's probably some people that are going to be mad, like, "Oh, you give second chances to you know abusers and liars, and people who endanger people's public health." Uh, yeah, yeah, we're we're those people. So I, I don't know what you're going to say. Like the whole thing about everybody loves second chances. Everybody loves a redemption story. My whole timeline was blowing up today with people congratulating Ryan Leaf on like seven, eight years of sobriety. Like it's. It's what we do. It's what we do as a society. It's what we should do as a society. If people are um, willing to learn from their mistakes, and often it's the people who learn from their mistakes that can that can provide an example to others on on what not to do. And sometimes that's a really powerful thing. But you know, yeah, I, I, everything would be a case by case basis with me. There's nobody that I would say that you know. And, and and that's another thing. You bring up Ray Rice. Like his fiance would have made that decision. She would have been several meetings with her before ever talking to him. You know, it's not. It, it's um, yeah. It, it's all it's all extremely complicated. But like, I, I don't I don't want people to be like, oh, you you would forgive anybody's misdeeds because of their their talent. Like, no, that's that's that is not necessarily the case. You build a mechanism by which everybody can be functional and be held accountable. And and then you want to test that mechanism. You want to see if you've built a culture that can actually um, support people functioning at their absolute best. That's yep. what you that's what you want. You don't want to just get rid of everybody at the first chance that um, that they might not be representing themselves or your organization perfectly. But that's just me. And if somebody wants to do it a different way, then I will hear them out. And completely understand it, but it's all a moot point because nobody's ever going to give me the keys to running an NFL franchise. So yeah. that's yep. that. <laughs> MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Um, I have coined a new hashtag, Ralph. OKC73. Man. What? You're not feeling it? I am. I am. It's very hard for me to... I'm very tempted to like laugh along with you and have a good time and make fun of this whole situation. But I just came off of 10 years of a team being down 20 after the first quarter. Like, <laughs> it's not funny. And I feel like if I feel like no. if I laugh too hard at, at this situation, that it's going to come back. Dude, it's hilarious. And for those who don't know, OKC 73 represents the amount of points that the Oklahoma City Thunder lost by last night. Yes, in an NBA game, they lost 70 70- 79 to 152. 
Ralph, they lost they lost the first quarter by 15 points, which is which is not unusual. Like if like if a team were down 15 points after the first quarter, would you would you think that an NBA game is over? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. If if I'm, I'm saying I'm asking you, if if an NBA team was down 15 points after the first quarter, because it's not uncommon. Would, no, would, it's a game of runs. Yeah, it's a game of runs. That's totally normal. Yeah, that that's what I'm saying. It is normal because that was every day of my life for ten years. <laughs> yeah, and, and and you can still win that game by double digits. Like that's not in the NBA. That's not uncommon. Even if you're down 20 points at halftime, that's that's nothing. So well, how much different is it than it's not that different than uh, NFL in that, like, sometimes the team that makes the adjustment actually has the advantage. Yep. Oh, you exposed all my weaknesses super early. Cool. I'm going to shore those up and kick your ass. Yep. And that happens. That happens. That happens so. in basketball all the time. That's why you see teams go on like a 15 point run, get a timeout called. Then they come out and go on a, a 10 point run like that. That's super common. OK, so they lost the first quarter 16 to 31. Okay, adjustment time. They lost the second quarter, forty-one to twenty. So now they're down by what 36, 36 points at halftime. The game's actually over. They come back in the third quarter, have their best quarter of the game, score twenty-six points, but they give up forty-one, and then they lose the fourth quarter by twenty-two points. So Ralph Which should never happen. You should never lose the fourth quarter by 22 points when you're already down 50. Correct, because because they took all their players out. And the Memphis, they, they didn't lose by 73 to the Warriors. They lost to the Memphis Grizzlies without Ja Morant. So, Ralph, I saved this one for you. I didn't tell you that we were going to talk about this. I just okay. told you we were going to talk about the OKC 73. So now I ask you this, Mr. Ralph Amster, which is worse? Which is worse? <laughs> Oklahoma uh, City losing by 73 points or Ralph's Arizona State <laughs> Sun Devils losing to Washington State in college basketball and only scoring 29 points in the entire game. So I'll give you the floor, Ralph. Which one is worse? Okay, so it is. I want to. I want to say that it's definitely bad to have the worst loss in NBA history. That's terrible, and it will be remembered for a very long time. But the Thunder are supposed to be bad. They're supposed to be bad. So, like, it's just a loss. At the end of the day, it's just a loss, right? It doesn't matter all that much. That Arizona State score is eight points less than they've ever scored in a game, ever. 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 Like, since since, since ever. no three-point line, no shot clock, yeah. each baskets. Yes. Yeah, like, James Naismith would look at that and be like, ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's, Are you sure that that's you... not the game I designed? <laughs> yeah. What's this a boot? He's Canadian, by the way. Um, and the most frustrating thing about that Arizona State loss was one that happened to Washington State, and Washington State's the same team that put them on them, put it on them in football. But like, Bobby Hurley is in his sixth year. He's oh, yeah. got a team full of like four-star transfers, and. They chased out of the program 
Alonzo Verge and Jalen House, who were two very talented guards before the season. Jalen House tweeted, like, it feels good to finally have the chains off. Um, and he was known as, like, a defensive specialist. So you're like, oh, well, you know, at least it's not going to come back to hurt ASU on the other end of the ball. Jalen House, the night before, scored 31 by himself for New Mexico. <laughs> he scored more points than the entire team that he left behind. And Alonzo Verge, on the same night that they only scored 29, he dropped 25 for Nebraska. So it was like bitter pill after bitter pill <laughs> after bitter pill. I feel like 51 to 29 is worse. Um, but then again, worst loss in NBA history. What that that's you're still either way. You're talking about history. So um, yeah, the, one, the one that I'm affiliated with. That team with was supposed more. to be bad. And Shea Gildas Alexander didn't didn't play. So you expected them to lose maybe badly. But then John Morant wasn't playing. So you're like, it should be a tad bit closer. But 73 points. I, I would rather. Honestly, I would rather lose by 73 in an NBA game because at least I'm being paid. And at least I can nice. set, set, set my future up because I'm not going to be playing in the NBA very long. Since you called me out, I'll just say what's nice for college basketball is that it's only 40 minutes instead of 48 minutes. Because if it was 48 minutes, your Oregon Ducks might be losing by 73 every night. You're not laughing because it's true. I don't know what you're talking about. You're not even paying attention to basketball yet. <laughs> no, no, dude. So first thing is, Oregon won their last game, and they're five and three. So just, and Oregon has about those three. Uh, so they lost to Houston by twenty nine points um, in forty minutes, and they uh, they lost to SMC Saint Saint Mary's. By 12, and they played BYU. So, yeah. Oh, what happened in that game? BYU won. I'm about sick of BYU. How about you? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, if you're a Pac-12 fan, you hate BYU. All right, uh, next thing up. So, Brian Kelly, the Notre Dame head coach, well, the former Notre Dame head coach that walked out the door, and if you guys missed last episode – the interview with uh, Joey Harrington talking about what happened and the comparison between Brian Kelly and Bobby Petrino when he was the Atlanta Falcons coach. Go back and listen to it. You do not want to miss it. Episode was spectacular. Story was wild. So Brian Kelly walked out the door and I thought that this was and, and then he is. He's got a regular guy, regular, normal kind of East Coast accent. He goes to Louisiana, put some filet and some uh, and some paprika in his mayonnaise. And then here is what you get in 24 hours. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's a great way to get started. And I haven't even won all my games yet. Kiss of death right there. Kiss of death. It's a great night to be a Tiger. I'm here with my family, and we are so excited (laughs) to be in the great state of Louisiana, but more importantly, to be with you great fans and to be part of what is going to be 
an incredible ride here at Louisiana State University. He gave himself the kiss of death. And I haven't even won all my games yet. You're not going to win all your games, Brian, Brian Kelly. Like, they're, they're, like, if Nick Saban can't go undefeated at Alabama every year, you can't do it at LSU. Bro, it, it, it felt like it was faker than a $4 bill, bro. Can you give me your best Brian Kelly just had his first uh, bayonet? accent <laughs> his first what bayonet is that what they're called <gasps> bro i'm not from there i'm not trying to fake anything did you say dude a bayonet goes on the end of a world uh, uh, of a civil war gun i'm talking about the pastry what are they called beignets beignet yeah i don't know I'm from Northern Wyoming. You expect me to know how to pronounce? Come on now. It's a beignet. George, say volume. Say the word volume. (laughs) Volume. Yeah, okay. Okay. Cool. What? You're going to make fun of me because I can't say what? Beignet? Pump up the volume. Pump up the volume. Okay. All right. give give (laughs) Give me your best Chip Kelly voice. Chip Kelly, Brian Kelly. Oh, I was like, oh. Uh, Chip uh, Kelly never would have. No. <laughs> in a million years. No. Chip Kelly couldn't put any flavor on that. No. <laughs> None. He's like, um, and I haven't even won all my games yet. I'm here to tell you this is the LSU Tigers at Louisiana State University. We are going to win. I am excited. This is where I want it to be, people. Bro, I was like, how the hell did he gain this 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 Ed Ogeron impression? He was like, it, it, it was like he had auto-tune on the microphone and they had preset the settings and they were like, okay, put it put, put a little Louisiana twang on it, but 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 not full Ogeron. We're only gonna give him 15% of Ogeron. The only thing he missed at the end was go Tigers. <laughs> if he had said, I do, I do sometimes out here. I just moved to Charlotte, and I do sometimes when the gas station attendants talking to me because everybody out here talks and talks and talks. They got a lot of time on their hands out here. Every once in a while, when I'm talking back to them, it'll just come out, and I don't mean for it to. What do you say? Hey, y'all. And about y'all have a nice day, and I'll be like delighted. Thank you. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I don't know where that came from. But I'm not, I don't think I'm not mad at Brian Kelly. He got that. He, he he's around those people all day long. He got that mic. And then did you notice he said flamily? I'm here with my flamily. Bro, bro, he was. You talk about assimilation. Bro, he was like, hey, baby, we're going. Hey, hey, baby, we're going down to Louisiana. So we need to be one of the occasions. So, so let's go have a po' boy and, uh, um, you know, and some king cake and a beignet and we're good. And, 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 and we, yeah, a bayonet. And, and we got to stop by uh, and get, dude, 
Dude, I feel like that he would look like Idris Elba on the Hot Ones when he tastes his first piece of gumbo. He's like, ooh, <laughs> or some spicy jamb- jambalaya or some crawfish etouffee. He put some crawfish in his mouth. I'm like, what? The, what is what is this? Baby lobsters? <laughs> hey, I was crying last night at like almost two in the morning because someone tweeted a picture of Hank Hill on the toilet, and they captioned it. They captioned it with Brian Kelly after eating gumbo at every home visit. <laughs> Facts. Just bro. on the toilet with his head in his hands. Yep. Facts, bro. He can be saying some of those Hail Marys he learned at Notre Dame, that's for sure. Yes. Um, MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And the last thing up for today, um, Brittany Renner goes to Jackson State to go speak to the team. Deion Sanders set this up. And if you don't know who Brittany Renner is, Google PJ Washington baby mama, Google PJ Washington ex-girlfriend, any of those things. Yep. Private browser. Then do it. <laughs> so, or so just she, talk to the people in your house and let them know that like your Google history is about to switch up, <laughs> and your your ads are going to switch up everything. Okay, so so Brittany Renner is an Instagram model. I'm air quoting, and uh, she's famous for being with uh, different celebrity men, and she's not ashamed about her uh, sexual escapades. And P.J. Washington was a young man from innocent man from Kentucky, and he feels like she groomed him, got married to him, got a baby, and was like, checks, baby, checks. For and now PJ Washington had to take a sabbatical from basketball because his mental health was shaken up by by what by everything that she put him through. She's on her tour, like she gets on Instagram and she's like, "Bro, like I'm oh it's stepdaddy season. I'm looking for a stepdaddy for this baby." And then she went on some college campus and she goes and she uh, hide your kids. Yes. She said, hide, hide your sons, dude. If a if a dude went on a college campus and was like, hide your daughters, bro, he would be flamed. And then Deion Sanders brought her in to talk to his kids, to be to talk to his players like, yo, you need to get the real about relationships here. The way you can figure out who love you, who don't love you, and all of this stuff. I thought it was great that Dion did it because he's going to reach part of his team. Some people are going to be like, yeah, I need to stay away from the Britney Renner types. And let me, you know, find a good, a good trustworthy woman. I'm not, because she's not trustworthy. She belongs to the streets. And, and but... Ralph, there are some guys in that that were sitting there in that auditorium in their team meet meeting room that was like, man, I can I can I can I can handle Britney though. I can I I, I can yeah. handle it because I'm that man. I'll put it on her. And I'm not catching feelings. Bro, they don't understand she will get you in a twist so fast, bro. <laughs> she will, she will, she she will put you in a coochie pretzel and you will that your your mind will turn to mush. Like moths to a flame, man. There, no, there was definitely some kids in that room that didn't hear a word. Didn't hear a word. And how many of them a, tried to a, get in their D- DMs after? Oh, who knows? Who Two, knows? three. And I, I, I feel like I feel this weird urge to defend Brittany Renner because uh, I live in Charlotte now, and she's this is where she caught her baby daddy. <laughs> so, what if she catches you, like Ralph? Regional defense. 
first of all, I'm not one of those dogs that chases cars. I'm not one of those dogs that chases cars and finds out they don't know what to do with a car once they caught it. The car drives by. If I feel like lifting my head up to watch it drive down the street, I might. But probably not. Cars drive by all the time. I'm not worried about it. I'm not that that I'm I'm out of that. I don't have the energy for any of that. So I'm good. I would have heard every word she said. I probably would have taken a nap. <laughs> like that's not for me. But but I will say, like, it really felt uh, when I was trying to come up with like a metaphor for it. You and I were talking before the show and I was like, man, would you let somebody who was an agent that screwed their client out of millions of dollars come in and talk to the team about how not to get screwed out of millions of dollars by a predatory agent? And you said yes. Absolutely. Absolutely, bro. I'm 100 percent on board with the scared straight program. Like that, 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 like you bring in a drug addict to show people don't use drugs. You don't, you don't have just a preacher tell you who's never done anything like, like that tell you, hey guys, don't do, don't do drugs. And so you want, you want Jason Pierre Paul teaching fireworks safety classes and so on. No, I, I don't want him teaching the 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 class because I don't trust him. But <laughs> I don't trust him with, with with fireworks. But what I do want him to say is, I I do want him to say, listen to these people about firework safety because if you don't, this is what I got. You want him to say, I'll give you three reasons to be safe around fireworks. Oh my God! What is you are an asshole. I'm an asshole. I don't understand. Is this not the topic of conversation? Right I thought you were making fun of his fingers. I was. Oh, my God. You mm -mm. too far. Too far, Ralph. Oh, my God. Wow. What's he going right. to say? What he is he going to show you three some other way? <laughs> no, 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 Hold no, up no, his toes. <laughs> no, but but I do agree. That that you do need to, you know, have people who've been down that path before be the, you know, the honesty brokers that they need to be the ones to tell you, don't do this, because, look, if you do this, you can end up like me. But mo a lot of times I, I do, people I do, won't like, hear them because they think it. they're different. Yeah, I get it. There's a reason people listen to Oprah about diets like you want to see people who have like done I, no, I understand, but I just don't know if bringing Brittany Ren Renner around like people who think they're going to have money in the future for their athletic prowess okay. is. Now, here's the here's the question, Ralph, because okay. when people come in to come speak uh, to teams, a lot of times they are paid, right? Like yeah. they, they get paid, you know, however much, 500,000, 5,000, 10,000, however much it is to come speak to people at cor corporate events, particularly if they are, quote unquote, real speaker. Yeah. So did Brittany Renner get paid or they just allowed her to hunt on campus? <laughs> OK, well, first of all, some stuff you do pro bono, right? Some stuff you do pro bono because it benefits some, some stuff you do pro bono out of the goodness of your heart. I don't think this was one of those things. And I'm, I really don't want to be this person that turns it into, in, into, into one of these things. Cause I am not that person Wear what you want to wear, be who you want to be. If you got it, flaunt it, whatever. 
but she didn't come in there looking like it was a business meeting, right? She she came in like it was a photo shoot. And if she did not get paid, this does nothing but elevate whatever it is her brand is. Right. So like there there are gonna be benefits to this, just like there was benefits to going on DJ academics or whatever else she's done. Um there are gonna be benefits to it. So I don't necessarily think she needed to be paid to do something like this. That being said, if you're gonna bring people in to speak to your college football team, you should pay them. And and if you're gonna bring women in to speak to your college football team, definitely uh our our, our girl Rachel or you know, there there are other options. There are definitely other options. Yeah, but um, see, see, I do think that see, I'm a I'm a I'm a huge, huge, huge. And I actually think that her that that Ra- Rachel Joy Bar- Barbo, that her message is the one that we need to be teaching about being kings and honoring yourself, honoring other people, all of those things. But I'm also a fan. Uh, I think that there's a place for both. I think that there because because it's not like Brittany Renner was going in there to try to educate these kids. She was going in there like flaunting who she is, what 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 she does. And she like, hey, yo, if you if you signing up for this, I'm ready for you. But but just know you sign up for this. You get the bull, baby. You get the horns. I guess so. I guess so. I tell you what, though, if we're going to be bringing in people for the stuff that like is actually ensnaring kids this age right now, you need to bring in some people who got stuck forever in the portal. portal <laughs> That's who you need to come speak to yes. your team. And you definitely want to pay them because they don't got anything going on right so, now. So would you. So if your son, your oldest son, if he comes okay. home. With if if uh, if if he if he's like that, I've been talking to Brit Brittany Renner in my DMs. Oh my god! Yeah, man, he's new to Instagram, and that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. What would you say I, what, if he was what, like, yeah? And we've been talking on Snapchat. I'd be like, you're 13. She's going to jail. That's the first thing. <laughs> That'd be the first thing I'd say. But like if he was if he was of age and so if he was in a PJ Washington situation and he was 18 and he had somebody who was like near 30 hitting him up, I would have to I would really. I mean, that's a situation where you might want somebody like Brittany Renner to come in and talk to him about not getting caught up by people like Brittany Renner. But I don't. I don't know anybody like that. So. Exactly. I do. Um, all right. <laughs> All right. I mean, dude, I've, I know people from all walks of life, buddy, all walks of life. All right. The uh, the very last thing is we're going to leave you guys with a feel good story. This came from Notre Dame. They just had Brian Kelly walk out the door and Notre Dame. And mind you, none of his assistant coaches went with him. But I, I, I digress. We talked about it on the last show. That's a telltale sign. But you know who they did stick around for? The new head coach of Notre Dame. We're extremely proud of you guys on your focus and your ability to lock in all week long this week, okay? It was awesome to see, awesome to be a part of. It shows who you are, your DNA, your mental toughness, your physical toughness, the way you compete, the way you care about each other, okay? That's what this team run is going to be about, competing, Get after it with mental and physical toughness. 
and being the best in the country in what we do. So are we ready to do that? Yes, sir. All right, so what I'm gonna do now, okay, because you're brand new head football coach. Yeah. When his team, and we're talking about defensive coordinator Marcus Freeman, who's 35 years old, black man, great recruiter, all of this stuff. If And then none of their commits, I don't think, have decommitted yet. That also tells you who they really, really liked. And they're happy with the fact that Marcus Freeman is going to be the head coach. But when you see the way the team responded, how do you think that they're going to go out on the field and play, Ralph? Oh, my God, I'm ready to go. I was like, sign me up. I got a 15-year-old. He just got two offers. Notre Dame, send him an offer. We will commit right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I have two ACLs on the edge ready to surrender. <laughs> this man, <I'm, laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't care about Notre Dame at all. I don't. Like, I, it's, I, I was Catholic as a kid, and I had a bunch of family who were all about it, but, like, I don't not like it. There's a lot of people who have a lot of animosity toward Notre Dame. This was uh, my heart grew three sizes this day when I saw that. That was I want the Irish to um, I mean, I want them to take over. Yeah, that was I am now rooting to see their excitement. I am now invested in Notre Dame football. Like, like I'm not going to be mad when Notre because there are times I want Notre Dame to lose. You're not going to be mad when Houston beats Cincinnati tomorrow and, and Notre Dame gets into the college football playoff with nope. Brian Kelly? Nope, because Marcus Freeman will shot. go in there and he will end up with a national championship and that'll be just like a big F you. Dude, how great would that be? Oh my God. If Brian Kelly left because he didn't think he could win a national championship and then Marcus Freeman wins a national championship? Yes. Oh, that movie's getting... That movie will be out... That movie will be out before next season kicks off. And Will Smith will be playing Marcus Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love it. You guys, I hope you guys enjoyed Reister or Wrong today. I'm George Reister. I almost said it again. He's Ralph Amsden. Peace out. Catch you guys next week. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.